Hi, I'm Danny Penna, and you're listening to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7 with host Eric Fiorello. Get strong. The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. And as Danny, my nephew, says, get strong like that. I love that at the end when he does the uh, bumper for here. Um, Today's a big day like any other day. How did you wake up? How do you feel right now? What have you been doing today? What are you saying to yourself? Do you like being alive? I'm going to ask you that because... I met some people today that they could care less about being alive. And as I've said on previous shows, to me, they're vampires. I run from them. Literally. I don't want anything to do with it. Nothing. If I had my island, we'd have not only power racks and coconuts and every other damn thing, but we'd have special teaching every day where none of this shit would even matter to you anymore. Crawl inside of yourself. Open yourself up and start becoming what you need to be. Forget about the outside. You don't need it. You can be aware of it, but if you want to be successful, begin from the inside out. Okay, take a deep breath and repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. I'm looking at the biggest winner I know, my brother Jimmy, sitting right across from me. On the wall with the Incredible Hulk. Let me tell you something right now. A lot of people have gone through a lot of things and still succeeded. There's even people on the show. If you go back and listen to Kiki's show, um, Burley Johnson, her back was basically broken. I mean, you should go back and listen to how she triumphed that whole thing. They said she was in a wheelchair for sure. When she had the surgery, finally, uh, three days later, she walked out on crutches. I mean, go out and listen to uh, Ariane's show that I did with her. It was incredible. Cancer, everything, man. Beat it. Beat everything. There's plenty of things you can get from here. There's no reason you've got to sit and sulk. Yeah, we all do that now and then, but man, oh, man, the ones that get through it, the ones that succeed, don't act that way for very long. And the biggest thing is you don't let people hang around you that are like that. That are telling you, oh, that's just part of life. That's just the aging process. Fuck you. That's what I say to you. If you think that way, then you're destined to get something. So we're going to go on and on here. All right. Don't forget about FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Winners and champions. Premier product. Get out there and buy it. That's the best thing I can say to you. Start generating some capital into here. We give and give and give. All right. We need to bring capital in here, and we're working on it on the outside. I hope within two weeks I'm going to have a big announcement about both companies. Um, Some people have come in here. We are doing some things right now. They're running an audit on both companies right now. Um, This is is playing for keeps here, what I'm doing. Um, 
but it's time to throw every, throw caution to the wind totally, and that's how I like to operate. And you know what? If you nosedive, you nosedive. But we aren't made to nosedive, man. We just keep going up like an eagle. That's how we soar. We keep flying like an eagle. And we lay on the ground tough like a fucking lion. That's what it is, the lion and the eagle. Remember that. Also, too, um, go out to our Prosperity Conscious page on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. investment, not donation, investment in FBC and M&M. You know, space that over 12 months. It's nothing. Come on in. PayPal. It goes right into my checking account. That's where the business runs out of the the, uh, business name, Fiorello Barbell Company. Everything goes into the business. Nothing goes in my pocket, all right? That's what we need right now. It's great to hear all the accolades, but, you know, put the money to the metal. That's what we do. So, anything you can give and invest, much appreciated. Also, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. We've got the great Dr. William Wong coming in here shortly. Um, and we got a show for you today. And the name, the title of it is, Did I Give It? Well, Did You Give It Your All? And this is big because... We're going to do a little bit of a twist from the various things you usually hear as he and I do so well together. So he'll be in here momentarily. Also, too, don't forget, sign up at MotivationMuscle.com for our free newsletter. That goes to my MailChimp account. You will get content, content, content. Also, another investment. Come on in here and advertise. If you have friends that own businesses, it doesn't have to be about physical culture. If it's a legitimate legitimate business, we are more than happy to work with them for the next 30 years. Help you. You help us. We keep bringing out solutions and helping others. That's what we're here for. But to run this stuff is very, very expensive. And that's why I'm asking for you. If you're the family or you got friends, it's time to help out around here. Just do that because that little bit of money adds up and that allows me to do other things along with what I'm doing on the outside because I want to stop that totally. So we're doing stuff right now where we're going to get the training business going in a whole different way, whether it's here at my home or out on the web, obviously. Um, Also to our YouTube uh, channel, Fiorella Barbell Company, real men, real strength, real power, and I'll bring in a real man. In one minute, I'm going to give you a little bio on Dr. Wong. Uh, He's a classical naturopath, a Ph.D. exercise physiologist, certified athletic trainer, AATA, certified sports medicine trainer, ASMA, World Sports Medicine Hall of Fame member, and World Martial Arts Hall of Fame member. And one thing before he comes in here, I don't know if you've been listening to his fireside chats. They're all over Facebook. Um, I just said to him before he came on, he's more than welcome to put him on etched in stone because, you know, not only are he and his wife very generous to me in the show, uh, because in my opinion, they got the best supplements on earth. Um, You know, he knows his shit. So you ought to go out and check him out. On that note, Dr. Wong, welcome back. It's always an honor, sir, and, you know, I'm always glad to have you on. Thank you, Eric. It's an honor to be on the air with you. Give out the websites, anything that the family needs to know, and we'll start today's topic, my friend. Sure. Anyone who wants to listen to my rantings and ravings can go to YouTube and uh, tune into the 
Dr. William Wong's Essentials of Life and Wellness channel, or you can go to drwong.us and read my my articles from a, a few years back. For my older radio shows, you can go to drwongradio.com, and for the supplements, you can go to drwongsessentials.com. If you want to see what uh, the, the subcategories for the supplements, click on the word shop at the upper left-hand corner, and you'll see all the subcategories like uh, pro-testosterone, pro-libido, anti-inflammation, and whatever, and you can pick and choose and read about all the different things we make. Awesome. Um, tell them about your YouTube channel, too, with the great stuff you're putting out, especially as of late, where they can get a hold of you there, please. Oh, thank you. Yep. Yeah, the the YouTube channel at uh, Dr. William Wong's Essentials of Life and Wellness uh, has a combination of my radio shows. I, 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 I do a radio show for two shortwave networks, and anyone who thinks shortwave is dead, far from. Most of the patriots are on shortwave. Most of the <laughs> really hardcore people are on shortwave. Anyone who doesn't want to listen to the, the regular lamestream media is listening to shortwave. That's where you get the truth from, aside from Pravda and mm-hmm. <laughs> Russia Today. Yep. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, uh, so my, my radio shows are then put onto podcasts at the uh, YouTube channel of Dr. William Wong's Essentials of Life and Wellness. And also my fireside chats, which are anywhere between four to ten minutes long on an, a particular individual subject. I'll expound on a particular thing, one particular subject for a little bit. My last two have been about stretching out and what actually works to relieve herniated disc pain and sciatic pain and lower back pain based on my extensive experience with having a ton of lower back injuries and a ton of spinal injuries, period, including, what, five cervical, uh, one thoracic fracture, three lumbar herniated discs, two compressed discs, uh, spondylolisthesis, spina bifida, occulta, and that's just the stuff I can remember. (laughs) If I was still, after my my last herniated disc, I had developed the system so well that I was, I went from walking with a cane to deadlifting 375 in three weeks. Nice. Nice. Holy so, you know, God. It, 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 I, I've got it down. Yeah, <laughs> so I would you say. Find out how, how I did it, please watch the, uh, the uh, uh, fireside chats on the uh, back rehab. The next one will be the intermediate back rehab. I did the stretching against the pain. I did the primary uh, calisthenic strengthening nice. of the lower back and midsection. And then the next episode of the Fireside Chats will be intermediate rehab for the lower back to get everything back together so you can go back to living life without remembering that you've got a back pain. Yeah, that's nice. And I'll tell you what, like I said, we're going to get that stuff on etched because most of the guys and girls you've seen out there, uh, they're lifting some pretty, pretty big things. And whether you're injured or not, let's uh, 
let's keep things real healthy so we don't have to go after that kind of stuff. But we're going to get all that up on Etched and Sewn, folks. Uh, it's that important, and, and I try to promote Dr. Wong as much as I can, mainly because not only all he's done for me, but I would do it regardless because um, there's certain people that got, as they say, uh, the iron tongue, and he's one of them. Um, this is good. Um, did you give it your all? Now, I'm just going to break this in before I give it to Doc, is this. We kind of we live in this culture now that is much different than, let's say, 25 years ago. We live in a very soft culture that expectations usually, not everywhere. I want, I want to be vehemently clear about this. But, you know, it's all right to be below the bar you know maybe at one time the bar was set very high which you know the way i am i love it um but it's okay if you don't complete it now i heard something interesting now dr wong being a former new yorker too my mom had the yankee game on and i just came in from yeah i was outside and i like i i don't really like I don't, I'm not a big fan of Michael Kays and stuff like that, but I do like Paul O'Neill and David Cohn. They were awesome players for the Yankees back in the Joe Torre days. So who do I walk into? They got Joe Torre on because one of his foundations was having something big, and I think the Yankees give some support through it and all that. So I'm watching it, and, uh, you know, they've got, they got the camera on the guys in the booth, and to Joe Torre's left was Paul O'Neill. And he was told, and this is what I love about this topic today, I think that's what really set it off, by some people in the organization. You know, we don't know about this O'Neill guy. He seems like a selfish guy. And and I love what Torre said. Well, you let me make up my own mind about Paul O'Neill. So Paul calls him Skip for Skipper, and you can see the love between them. There was something about those teams and the players. I mean, the coach, it was very magical, and it still is. You don't see a lot of this stuff anymore. And he said to the other announcer there, and he also said to Paul, too, he said, what I found with Paul O'Neill right away was this. He wanted to win. And this is what was really interesting, what he said. When they say selfish, no. He said when he got up four times a bat, if he only hit three out of four, he was highly upset. That, my friends, is not only being competitive, but that's someone that gives a shit about everyone around him. They want to make everyone around him better. He wants to be better. I mean, for God's sake, they're saying when they're getting ready for the playoffs, he was having, he, he had a leg injury. And I don't know who came to him. It might have been Don Zimmer at the time, who was one of the bench coaches. And he came to Joe Torrey and said, uh, I don't know if you know this, Paul's been playing on one leg for almost the whole season. He says, I think you should go and tell him he can play. And, and he did. But it was very interesting in one of the playoff games where they could have lost, there was a big shot hit the right field. And with one leg, basically, even though he was running on the other, he made this catch almost to the wall that was just – the Yankees would have lost the game if he didn't. Full throttle all the way. Now, my point with all this, did, did you give your all? That, to me, when you see that, when you see the love of the coach because he knew that this guy was not only outstanding on the field, 
but he's done so well off the field. His kids have just prospered and grown. I believe one or two of them are doctors, et cetera, et cetera. But my point here is this. These are the people that we should be talking about. These are the people that we should admire, that maybe we want to take a page from them and bring it into our own book and start living it a little bit. Making something that you feel is important bigger than you and I and Dr. Wong are. All right? That's the whole thing. There's no mystery in how to do things. The idea is to get a goal, to get some courage, to get some belief, and no matter what happens, you give it your all. I was telling, I was telling Dr. Wong, it was like this: when you, when you go, when you have these things that are happening to you, you've got to decide: can you handle the rest of the way? And and the thing is, you have to give your all because at at all times, because if you don't. What's going to happen is you're going to fail miserably, and you're probably going to drop out. And this is very acceptable today. It's not acceptable to me or anybody on here. Hey, Doc, go ahead and take it. I, I've been talking for a long time. Shoot. Doc? I might have lost. <laughs> Sorry about oh, that's that. All right. Don't worry Door about it. Doorbell rang. Delivery oh. came. That's okay. So I started howling. Yeah, I heard him. Um, <sighs> go ahead. Um. I don't know how much you missed there, but, you know, I talked about Paul O'Neill and and the idea of, you know, you, I, and so many other people that have gone into these businesses, you know, people have heard. I mean, you know, you're buying stuff from the Salvation Army, basically. You know, you don't have two nickels to rub together. And it's like you have to give your all in anything that's going to be worthy, whether it's business, whether it's sporting, whether it's relationships. Hell, you know, you got to give it your all when you go in like I'm doing, studying all the neurons with the brain. Talk, you know, I enjoy this, talking to you, talking to John McKean. All these people that have much more, um, well, they probably got more smarts too, but you have so much more life experience with me. I learn from you every time, John, everybody, because my ears are open. I'm not talking over you. I'm listening to you. And when I listen to you, it's like with the shows, you get gold every time. So go ahead and take it away. And you know, that's a rarity because most folks who are listening to other people's experiences tune out. They don't get the benefit of learning from other successes or mistakes. They want to, I'm going to do it all myself. Yeah. You know, uh, and I've known people like that. Oh, I've, 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 I'm the kind of guy who has to experience something for himself. I can't go with anyone else's experiences. And they repeat their mistakes over and over and over again. Yep. And I'm thinking of one particular guy right now uh, who, 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 who's just absolutely known as a, as a, as a total screw-up because he absolutely could not see where his faults were. He couldn't see how to correct them. He didn't want to take anyone else's ad- advice he didn't want to see how anyone else had done anything yep he was going to pioneer an all new way and basically what he was doing was repeating everyone else's uh, problems and everyone else's mishaps yep one of the things that we 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 need to be open to and the in chinese philosophy we we learn this in western philosophy it isn't quite as obvious because especially since the 60s we've been told that everyone over 30 doesn't know anything right uh 
and now we're being told that white people don't know anything, and now we're being told that this 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 political group doesn't yep. doesn't know anything, and that political group doesn't know anything. You know, we need to open our ears, and as Bruce Lee said, absorb what is useful, and in doing that, then we can start applying what is useful to try to achieve our goals. Like you said, Michelle and I started off when when, when we first got together, buying at Goodwill. Yeah. Buying at secondhand stores because yeah. we just didn't have the cash yep. to buy business clothes. Yep. So we 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 made do, scrimp, scrape, uh, did all the stuff we needed to do. Right. And we built brick by brick by brick. Didn't happen overnight. Nope. But brick by brick by brick, we built a successful business. Made some mistakes along the way. Corrected those mistakes. Hopefully, uh, made others. Learned from our mistakes, tried not to repeat them, learned from the mistakes of others. That was my big thing. I looked around Absolutely. the industry, yeah. and anyone who thinks that the nutritional industry is 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 full of nice, healthy people with your best interest <laughs> in mind is living in the same fairy tale as a yeah. as a you know <laughs> pick a fairy tale doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah, right. So the 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 we have to listen. We have to absorb what is useful, and then we have to apply. I come from a background where I was never pushed much as a kid. My parents, I, either one of them, barely took any interest in me at all. Right. So I had to be, become self-motivating. And sometimes I will admit to you, I have glaring failures that I think about every single day, glaring failures that, 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 that stare me in the face that I wish I could go back in time and fix. Yeah. But yeah. overall... Somewhere along the line, I figured out what worked, what didn't, and I also figured out that if I didn't apply myself, I would never become anything. There are no participation trophies in life. No. You either win the trophy or you don't win the trophy. You're either a success or you're living on Social Security. Ain't no middle ground. No, no. And you know what else, too? You're going to live a very, especially, I know a couple people that are very nice people that at one point he had done very well. They had a lot of money and things went south with these big jobs and uh, they had a beautiful house right on Long Island uh, on the water. They lived in Connecticut. Great people. But life's been very tough for them probably for the last 15 years and they're older now. Health is suffering. I feel for them like you wouldn't believe because they're salt of the earth. But when you made that comment with Social Security and everything, if that's what you're banking on for the rest of your life, I hate to tell you, folks, you're not going to have much of a life. Um, one thing, no. one, one of the main reasons I got into this business, besides, uh, I, I, you know, I'll go back in time a little bit, five years. We'll be up five years the end of uh, September. And totally the business is six because I started Fiorella Barbell Company about a year before Eminem came on the air. And probably now I, I would I would say I'd be making 110k easily. Big responsibilities, obviously, in IT and IBM stuff. Um, but you could see the handwriting on the wall um, in all these state agencies and everywhere else. Say we're going to do uh, less and less and. I was always a guy that believed in you better have sharp skills with everything because should you get out of this state rat race and have to go back into the private sector, 
not only am I going to take a money loss, but I'll probably get my ass handed to me initially. Now, that was one of the biggest motivators to going and doing this, besides wanting to do it for a long time and just never cutting loose. I wasn't ready. That That's the thing. I don't know if you're ever ready, but there's going to be something that will add, absolutely, we call it innate intelligence, that's going to tell you, and you should listen to that. You should listen to your heart. It can be called heart innate intelligence. That's what John Ridge, my chiropractor, would call it, because he was very much into the Bible. He read the Bible big time. I, I love John. I, I mean, I wish Dr. Wong could meet him. I wish we could. I wish he was alive. We'd all do a show together. Just an outstanding individual. But this is my point. I heard that voice and I ran with it. Now I've talked about all the stuff through the years: the loss of family, friends. Uh, sometimes some things that were said to me were if, if I, lucky it was days I didn't feel violently nuts. I would have probably killed one of them because people can say some things to you that they shouldn't open their mouth with because they don't know what they're talking about. All right. And I've learned as my father used to tell me, be careful because there's always somebody tougher than you out there. So choose your words well, because as we say, words have power, lots of power. And when I talk about all these things, the businesses, the way I want to fan everything out, the way we want to go national, that's no bullshit, man. And believe me, there's days, like Dr. Juan could tell you, where I've been hit so many friggin' times. It's like, is it worth getting up this last time? My answer is, without denial about any of it, I would get up every time. Like I said, even if I don't have two nickels to rub together. Why? Because I know I'm making it. I might not see monetarily what's going on. But if you're only into it for the money, you're not going to do it. But as I said, and I'm going to give this right to Doc, is this. Earl Nightingale, you know, you should go out. If you haven't listened to him, you should really go out. But Napoleon Hill, who was commissioned by, at the time, the wealthiest man in the world, Andrew Carnegie, and worked for him. And he spoke to all these very, very wealthy people. You know, what was the secret? What was the formula? So Napoleon Hill, who wrote Think and Grow Rich, which is a classic. And that's not even really the original version of it. There's another, and I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head. It wasn't called Think and Grow Rich. But it was really, should have probably been that book. But there, I think there were some other things going on. And he said verbatim was this. After a little over five years, and he says, I was making nothing. You know, and Andrew Carnegie gave him a stipend, and it was just about out, and blah, 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 blah. And this is where it gets really, really good, what you think about giving your all. He said, suddenly, the money started coming in. And he said, the money started coming in so fast, he says, I couldn't even control it. And he said, this is what he said exactly. I said to myself, where have you been for the last almost five years? Because suddenly he went from tatters to whatever he wanted. So my point is here when I say, did you give it your all? Can you do what Dr. Wong, Michelle, his wife, Michelle, and I are doing? I mean, Dr. Wong, obviously, I don't know where he is, what he wants to do. But obviously, he's very successful now. And I think he always was. It was just another thing of climbing this ladder of success. What do you have inside that is still burning? And what do you believe? Because God help you if you don't believe in yourself, you're done. 
You're a casualty. What is it? And when I say that, when I talk about Napoleon Hill, and I talk about this one and that one, I've done a lot of research. I read about these people, and they aren't phonies. It's not somebody being a ghostwriter for them. These are people that actually did and lived what they did. And it's so important now, I think, more so than ever, especially in where I'm going, where I want to go, who I'm working with, what comes up today, what comes up tomorrow. Is it successful? Maybe not. Maybe we put it on a piece of paper and hold on to it. I write everything down, whether it's in all my training or all my business ventures. Why? Because sooner or later, I guarantee you, I'm going to go back to them. Because it will be the right time. And it's the same way what Napoleon Hill faced. He kept putting the work in. Kept kept grinding. Grinding. Living on nothing. Wondering, when's it coming? When is it coming? Well, guess what? It came. And it came big time. And there's no reason why you can't have the big time too. But the thing is, you can't fall short ever. Maybe tell you don't feel good. Well, tough shit, then work for two hours instead of 20. My point is never, ever, ever get to that point where you're like, well, you know what? I need a little break from it. You think? Don't you think I could say that? You know what I'd like to do tonight? I'd like to get on Icelandic air and go to Iceland and lift that fucking stone once and for all. Right now, things aren't going that way. But what do I do out there? If you've been listening to me, Dr. Wong, John McCain, John McKean, who, by the way, is coming on the show finally, that's going to be explosive. I will tell you this. I'm out there bettering myself. You see my nephew, Danny, nine years old. Do you see what he's doing? You know why? Because I want him. He doesn't have to be a weightlifter or a football player like his dad. But what I want to do is I want to take that beautiful mind of his and say, you know what? nobody's going to manipulate you. Nobody's going to tell you what to do that doesn't have your best interest. And even at nine, you're going to know enough to say, I don't believe what they're saying to me. My uncle would tell me, you're unstoppable. My uncle would tell me, I am a winner. My uncle would tell me, I can do anything. Think about that, everybody. It's all yours, Doc. We have an idea of what we would like to do to be successful. Actually, we have an idea of what we'd like to do in life that would be fulfilling for us. Yep. And then we'd like that idea to be successful. So at first we try it out. It might not fly the first time. We try it out again. It might not fly the second time. For example, back in the 80s, I tried to start a sports medicine newsletter. Mm-hmm. And I had some of the best sports medicine minds around, some of the best collegiate athletic trainers, some of the best folks contributing to the newsletter, couldn't get it to fly. Part of it was because of the people I was associated with trying to market the letter. I didn't know they had failings. Yep. Part of it was because it wasn't time yet for this stuff to be out. It was – I've always been 16 to 20 years ahead of everyone else mm-hmm. on just about everything I do – so that initially, when I promulgate an idea, I catch an awful lot of flack. Of course. And then about 15 years down the road, everyone's doing what I suggested 15 years before, and they're claiming to have invented it. Yep. The, the, the notion that if you fail once, you, okay, it didn't work and you go on to something else, 
might not be justified. Take a look at the circumstances around what you tried to do. Mm-hmm. See if there's any room for improvement. Keep on hacking away at it, hacking away at it, hacking away at it. Even if you're doing a, a other stuff. I was trying to do this. Uh, I, I tried to do it again in the 90s while I was working 12 to 14 hours a day, yep. five, six days a week. Uh, heck, that that that's when I got sick with the uh, with the chronic fatigue, with the chronic mono. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I kept on, kept, kept on keeping on. And then I finally met Michelle and we got together a team that finally had all of the nuances needed to get everything in place, to get everything rolling, to make everything work. Hey, hey and it Doc, didn't can, happen overnight. Well, can I just interrupt slowly. you? Yeah. Can I just interrupt you for one second? Sure. It's very interesting what you said. Now, you know, you and I have talked on previous shows and and off the air about obviously all the new neural connections we make when you start thinking, you know, we say I am and all that. But we've also talked about with Napoleon Hill, too, and I know you're very well versed in all this. And then I want to give it right to you, but I, I had to ask you this. Do you feel the way you were thinking brought Michelle into your life and obviously the fruition of everything you wanted to do. It was never the time. So do you feel your thought is what brought her, you know, what you think about most comes into your life. Do you feel that was it? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I I was, I I was, I was dreaming about her when I was 11 years old. Do do you, all right. Do you think, well, here's the, here's the other question. Do you, do you feel that through all this thought, Michelle finally coming into your life, do you think what I th- – I want to ask you, this is what I think, because you made that reference to the business when it started going. Do you think there's a point in your life, my life, is it are we ready, or is it just a combination of what we're thinking about, finally the people, places, and events come into your life? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Things have to happen. Things have to transpire. you got to get a certain amount of ground under you, no matter – how much I would have loved to have not gone through the poop that I did yeah. before I met Michelle. Yeah. Uh, that was foundational. Yeah. It was, it, yeah. And looking back, looking back on it, it, all the failures and all the whatever, it wasn't really a failure. I was building on the foundation. It was absolutely necessary yeah. for me to know what wouldn't work. Yeah. You had to so feel. Yeah. All of it. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I thought, go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't mean oh, to cut you it, off. It, it was all foundational. Yep. And it, it it prepped for everything that came. You know, the Russians did work that they released just uh, about three, four years ago. Yeah. On how words and thinking will actually change the structure of DNA. Yes, sir. So it, it, it has gone beyond the little engine that could. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Now we know what happens when I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. Mm-hmm. Because what we think about most, yep. what we either you, you worry and you set back your, your DNA and you make yourself sick and you do whatever, or you hold thoughts about the future, you hold thoughts about your progression, you hold hope. You know, in the survival area, when – Back when I used to be a hardcore survivalist. Yep. There's the rule of threes. Three seconds without thought. Mm-hmm. 
three minutes without air, mm -hmm. three days without water, three weeks without food, three months without hope. Holy shit. You will yeah. die in three months yep. if you don't have any hope. So if we see everything as being foundational, all of our setbacks, all the pain, all the bullshit that we have to go through, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, look, look at what happened to Jesus. Come on. Yeah, absolutely. Can't think absolutely. of a better story. Yep. They praise him one week. They crucify Kill him, him the next. Come on. Yeah. Yep. You know? yep. You're yep. right. Yeah. Well, so we the, 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 everything is foundational for what's coming and you can reprogram your DNA yep. to give you what you want, but you gotta keep at it. Yeah. Even through the times when you really just want to like sink into the wall or put a bullet in your head. Absolutely. You, know, you, you just have to give you, give yourself a day to feel bad and then just keep on hacking at it. Well, you know, when you talk about failure, I always say, I always write down, uh, failure builds the well of knowledge. And I'm literally yep. talking about a well where you'd pull water up. But I, I look at it this way, and I, you've heard me say this for years, everybody. There's going to be a day when we're all going to stand on stage and tell what we did, what our story is, and how we did it. Now, I might not be able to tell you everything. Because we already talked about what you think about most comes here. Well, there's a lot of truth to it. And when we're talking about rewiring with your DNA, lots of that too. But you know something? And this is what I love about life. I'm never going to know all the answers and I don't care to. And things happen that you're like, you know, one day you're like, okay, um, how the hell am I going to pay the hosting bill here for M&M? Next day you look in your PayPal account, there's $500. Okay. This just doesn't happen by accident. And I know we have time, and, I, and I've said to people before, you're going to deal with some pretty hairy shit. When you're going out and rewiring, and you're going to that second brain, or the reptilian brain, as I call it, and that is very, very deep, that's been covered with so much shit for so many years, and once you start putting these new thoughts in, get ready, because the old brain isn't going to let it go. And it has the mechanism where it will remind you of every stinking thing that's happened to you. Or everybody you met that went bad on you. Or your thoughts that, you know, you don't think highly of yourself. You don't even look at yourself as being anything other than a big zero. You don't look at yourself as a genius. You don't look at yourself as somebody that's got the ability... Every one of us has the ability. Every one of us has the ability to give it your all. A lot of it is you're so goddamn lazy and you love to judge people that are going after their big dream that you can't get past what's right in front of you. You can't get past the next six inches. Where does that leave you then? That leaves that big void in your life. And that's why when we hear constantly, this one wasn't fair to me. I didn't get a fair shot. Uh, he's bigger than me, she's faster than me, she's better looking, he's taller. It's a load of shit, man. You know what you're doing? All you're doing is putting limitations on yourself. And if you ever want to get involved, you know, Dr. Wan talked about the survivalist thing. Big, big stuff with that. And I think one of the biggest survivalist stuff is, you know, you've heard him talk about martial arts and what they did and do. You hear me talking about what goes on out in that back here. When, you you know, your own sister says she can hear you 95 feet, 
in the street when she gets out of her car and she's afraid to come up the driveway because it sounds like people are being actually murdered back there. That's my sister who's known my, me my whole life. Do you have to be that intense? I think you do. Do you have to be willing to go out there? Because I'm alone most of the time. I've talked about this. You're, if when if John's coming on here shortly, we're going to do a show. I do believe the power rack rewires your brain. I can give you uh, so many uh, reasons why and examples. That's for a whole nother show. I could do that with Dr. Wong. Um, but I'll tell you this. You need to put yourself, we talk about being uncomfortable. We talk about failure. And I know this is very scary to a lot of people because society has taught you to be afraid of everything. Go out and listen to anything, everything. Oh, if, you, if, you're, if you're going belly up, you know, don't fear anything. We can help you. Or, you know, if you don't feel good today, don't worry about it. Take this pill. You'll be great. Or go out and buy the next iPhone and stand in line like an asshole for 24 hours. Shit don't mean anything, man. What means is if you want to give it your all, if you want to be what Dr. Wong has done and his wife, created a massive business and keep doing things. Same way with me. Anybody that's on here pretty much is involved in something like that. Okay? So when we talk here, you're getting actual real-life explanation. You're getting examples. You're getting things we're doing. I share everything just about I do in these businesses because you know why? I want you to go out and give it your all. I want you to take the risk and not be risk adverse and say, you know what? I'm very good in art. I'm going to find somebody or I'll do it. I'm going to create a website. I'm going to start putting some of my art up here. I'm great in, you know, Maybe building, contracting, whatever. How about, you know, someone that understands weightlifting, a physical culturist? Maybe you just go out and put programs or have somebody that's online that somebody that doesn't have a clue can contact you. If you want to make monetary value out, that's up to you. My point is, that's why we do this here. I want to influence you enough where you say, you know what? I've been listening to Eric for almost five years now, and I'm ready. That's how I was. You're ready, and when you're ready, and you know what you want to do, and you're committed to it, I guarantee you, you just heard Dr. Wong and I talking, been thumped, knocked down, stepped on, smashed in, talked to like you don't even exist, but God damn it, we're both here, right? It's all yours, Doc. And we get to laugh at the folks who laughed at us. Yes, sir. Because they were so small, they were so petty that they had to elevate themselves by putting you down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They had to make themselves feel good by talking about you and, 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 and saying negative things about you and, and calling you names and, 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 and denigrating your ideas. Instead of developing something, instead of creating something, instead of, of teaching something to uplift others, and themselves, their world is based on bringing others down. Yeah. And that's not 80, 90% of the people out there. Yep. So those of us who want to be creative, those of us who want to be successful, have to fight all, all those folks who would like to bring us down. Absolutely. I, I, I can't say enough about but that. But you know, I'm sorry. No, As Nietzsche said, what doesn't kill us yep. makes us stronger. 
I agree. And, you know, you talked about things that develop you. And, you know, you and I have talked about different authors we like. And, you know, if you like sports, a guy you ought to go out and look at is John Wooden. I mean, incredible coach. My brother-in-law, that's one of his favorites, uh, even when he talks with the team. Vince Lombardi. We talked about Napoleon Hill. We've talked about so many different people here that, you know, I'll tell you another guy that's great. Um, Orson Sweet Martin. That's somebody you ought to check out. Um, you know, we talked about Andrew Carnegie. There's just so many things. You can go out and listen to these shows over and over. You're going to get gold every time. Repetition is the key to growing. You can't just go and listen to what Dr. Wong and I are talking about once here. And that goes for anything. They say 10 times. I say go listen to it at least a minimum of 100 times. Get it to the point where you can basically say the next word one of us are going to say. If you think I'm kidding you, go out. I put the challenge to all of you. Go out and find something you love to listen to. It could You could go out and listen to 2,000 affirmations for 21 days. You'll get a change. What I'm saying is go out, listen to it, reaffirm who you are. You know, it's best to do it just before you go to bed, first thing in the morning. I don't care. I do it all times during the day. Whenever I'm sitting around or I've got my notepad out, you know, I am receiving, I am receiving now, I am receiving all the wealth the universe has for me now. And I write a minimum of 15 times every day. And if I'm sitting there with something on my ears or I'm downstairs, I might go write it another five times. It doesn't matter. What I'm saying is you need to embed this type of thinking. You need, every time you do that, you make, you, you rewire, make another connection neurologically. Why wouldn't you want to do that instead of holding on to all the old shit that's been sabotaging you for your whole life? And I know most people don't get it. I know most people think, ah, those guys are full of shit. Well, okay. Okay. Well, you stay right where you are in the gym, in, in the, in the um, job you hate, the boss you hate. You don't have a good thing to say about your coworkers. You go home and you're like, oh, my God, these kids are driving me crazy. The wife's bitching at me. Well, you know why you got that kind of life? Because that's what you've created. You've created that life, and you're living in that hell. Now, if you want to take our word for it, and I'll give this right to Dr. Wong, is this. It's time to go out and create something new. If you and your wife, if you can get her to do it, you go out and become co-creators. Think, Look, isn't it, it's just as easy to live a bad life as it is a good life. Why not choose good? It's all yours, Doc. The difference between the folks who do things that they love and are successful at it or worry about social security covering them (laughs) and their 401k when they get older is drive. Either you've got the testosterone and the dopamine for the drive, or you don't have the testosterone and dopamine for the drive. If you've got the testicular fortitude, you'll have the drive. You need the, the, the physiology governs psychology. It, it, it's really that simple. Yeah. Why do we have so many wimps out there now? Because they were raised on soy formula. Yep. They got five to eight birth control pills of worth of estrogen with every bottle of soy formula they, they, they were fed as infants. It changed the wiring of their brain. Yep. The women got whiny and whinier and the boys got more feminized. Yep. So we change our physiology. Then we change our mental outlook. Then we 
have to apply the heart and do the work. John Pressfield, who wrote a really great book about the the uh, battle of the 300 Spartans yep. at uh, Thermopylae, wrote a book called Do the Work. And it's about accomplishing your goals by doing the work. Mm-hmm. You do the footwork, you do the whatever, so that when you get to be on in your years, you can just slip into neutral, glide through it, do whatever you have to do, and retire. But you don't have the really hard stuff to do. You know, when I was in grade school, I could never understand the kids who didn't get home and finish their homework right away. Right. They put it off, and they put it off, and they put it off, and they put it off. So when I was watching Batman and the Man from Uncle, (laughs) they were doing their homework, and they couldn't watch TV at all. Yep. Okay. When I wanted to play GI Joe or or or, or go out and 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 and, and throw uh, Duncan tops on the sidewalk or whatever, or roller skate, they were stuck. Yeah. Doing their homework, or they went to school the next day without the homework, and Mrs. Piccarelli hit them with a ruler across the knuckles. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> I love it. Yep. If the, the the more you put it off, yep, the more it's going to hit you when you're older. Get it done when you're younger, and by younger, I don't mean necessarily 20s. Right. Most of us don't really get our shit together until we're in our 40s. Exactly. My Kung Fu brother, Kenny, I was just talking right. to him uh, just a few days ago. Uh, hadn't spoken to him much in 40 years. Uh, and he told me that his sons are now 40, and he told his sons, okay, your time for free play, your time for whatever is done. Yeah. Now you got to buckle down for the next 20 years and figure out what you're going to do that's going to pay for your old age. Exactly. Either get a job with a pension or do this or do, start a business or whatever. So in his mind, you get 20 years between 20 and 40 to kind of play around and jack yep. off and do whatever else. But yep. then at 40, you got to put the pedal to the metal yep. and you got to be successful by 60 so that you can just take it easy after that. Yep. That's a really great worldview. Yeah. Most of us try to burn out in our 20s, trying to be super successful, trying to be that guy who's the the 20-year-old billionaire. Right. And, and, you know, some folks may be able to do that, but most of us can't. No. It takes a while for ideas to mature. Yep. The way that I promote therapies, the way that, that, that I think about the body integration with nutrition and exercise and air, just just, just plain old air. Yeah, is different now than it was when I first got out of school. Even even when I got my my first doctorate in eighty one. Yeah. So it it took a while, and it took life experience. What in medicine we call clinical experience. You know, you can get all the education in the world. What they taught you in med school ain't shit compared to clinical experience. Yep. And most docs will throw out what they taught what they were taught in med school when their clinical experience shows them something different. Yep. ones that don't are really lousy docs. So pay attention to your clinical experience. Don't expect to be an instant success. Hack away at it, hack away at it, hack away at it. Get rid of the people mm-hmm. who are bringing you uh, who are bringing you down. Bring in the people who will boost you and bring you up. And also be able to work without a cheering section. Oh, you don't yeah. need a cheering section. Be self-motivating. Yep. And remember your thoughts can change your DNA. So do you want to 
create DNA to make you into a Paul Anderson or a Steve Reeves, yeah. or do you want to create the DNA to make you into a uh, 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 I don't know uh, who's girly who's, girl who's that that uh, Ju- you could be yeah. like Justin that, Bieber that, that, they that, love that him and from 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 Mayberry or whatever. <laughs> no, you know what it is too. I mean, you hit it right on the head. And you know, when we talk about physical culture and everything here, I always go back to this. It's like there's nothing like a goal that is huge. There's nothing and being in the Northeast, um, I mean, where I want to go, I've got to have some climate like that. Um, I like the seasons like that. You know, we're going to come up on fall now. Training's going to take a whole different scope for me. I mean, you got a lot more lung air. There's a lot more things I can accomplish, especially when you're not, you know, basically filling the power rack floor with water. Um, but, I mean, it's, it all has its point and in, in origins and everything we do. But, you know, when Doc talks about that stuff, you don't need to uh, – I've said this before, cheering section. I mean, how many times have I said? Could be out at night, could be out of the day. I could be falling on my ass almost dead. There's nobody out there saying, okay, buddy, let's go. No. You know what it is? It's like, okay, Eric, one more round. What are you going to do? You know, what are you going to do? Well, maybe instead of lifting seven stones, we lift three. Maybe today, instead of doing two monster lifts, we do one. See, this is not only that. It's the maturity. It's the, it's the mind maturity when we talk about rewire, rewire, DNA, DNA, all that great stuff. But I think when you're out there, and I'll always say this, I say it all the time, I think that to me is the proving ground for me with everything. And I'll tell you why. Have you ever had a day, you know, Doc said, you know, it's like, Jesus Christ, man, you know, it, it would be a good day to, to, to bite on a bullet? No, I'll tell you why. I've gone out there on days when this place knocked me on my behind, and I'm like, what am I going to do here? Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to get up and get away from this office. I'm going to put my gear on, and I'm going to go out and train. Now, most people say, well, why would you bother? You got something on the uh, on the burner. You shouldn't leave it. That's when you should leave it. You can't think straight. You're angry, and you need to diffuse. I go out there, and I take all that energy in my in my account, it would be probably a lot of negative energy, and I go out there and usually train like somebody lit my balls on fire. And you want to know why? Because I needed that, and it put me back centered again. And I never come back here angry or anything. You know what? Usually when I come back, I've already thought of an idea. Now, what is better than that? What is better than that? Well, may, maybe a nice Italian redhead would I love, but all right. But the bottom <laughs> right. But the bottom line is, I went out and did something a little bit different, and I came back and I was ready to give my all here and out there. That's a win-win, folks. You go through life doing that constantly, you win. But most people get defeated easy. Doc said, "Get away from the naysayers." Well, absolutely. But when it comes down to it, Steve Jack Price said it best for me. You got to learn to shoulder some responsibility. When you can do that and you have enough, Dr. Wong said, drive, desire, purpose, commitment, all those things. But the bottom line is this, your belief, whether you believe in yourself, which you should, believe in God, whatever you want to call it, okay? 
because I'm telling you right now, your belief system is going to carry you through hole after hole after hole. And what happens to you eventually, I call it, I did a show, it was like building a steel wall around your, your subconscious mind. There's a lot of truth to that. It's like when we talk about, you know, Doc, I was telling him some stuff I'm doing in the rack with Good Mornings. And I can remember reading so many different articles, especially the one Bruce Randall is what, what really convinced me with a lot of things, is basically you build this unbreakable belt around your back. Okay? You do that, you're not going to have back injuries. And if you do, it's not going to be something that you're going to have to go in. Some idiots can say, well, we got to surgically rip you in half and you're never going to walk again. No, thank you. So I'll leave with this and I'll give it to Doc is this. You're going to know if you gave it your all. Because I'm going to tell you right now, we talk about John Ridge with innate intelligence, my greatest chiropractor. Your innate intelligence will never let you down. I'm telling you right now. It's going to tell you, you know something? You didn't give it your all, champ. What are you going to do about it? And I said the same thing about the business here. If I was still doing IBM mainframe programming, I was telling Doc before we came on, I'd be making at least 110 to probably 115 right now, 1,000 a year. Pretty good wage. I left it about 81. But here's the deal. I couldn't go back to that life. I wouldn't leave this life because I'm going to tell you what's happened with me. And I, and I take things very serious like this. How could I ever ever take myself serious again knowing I left two viable businesses on the table I've said this before these are my children I would no more leave my child in the hands of somebody else unless it was family you know period period and if you fucked with my kids you'd be dead as a stone quick there wouldn't be any courts or anybody telling me well the guy had mental illness or the girl I don't give a fuck. Once you put a scar on somebody, it's there for life. Doc, give out all your information, but I want you to summarize everything. Um, give the websites everything out, and we'll get ready, if you can believe it, for September, sir. Alrighty. Keep to your dreams. Don't lose your dreams. Your dreams are what you use to build. Without dreaming, without dreaming you don't have the ambition you don't have the idea you don't have the notion you don't have the drive to get something accomplished keep on dreaming and yes your dreams will change yes you'll have to adapt your dreams to situations and to people but that's part of the growth process that's part of the development process of an idea no one ever just takes it an idea fresh puts it on paper and is an instant success with it. Not the folks who developed Apple, not the folks who developed anything, not Einstein. Nope. Keep your ideas, jettison the folks who are against you, surround yourself if you can, sometimes you can't, sometimes you can, with people who support you, mm -hmm. and then keep hacking at it. Yep. Keep developing, keep refining, keep working. Take a setback as a learning experience. Do the homework. Do it early on, and you'll get the success you want so that when you get to the end of it, you can just glide. Yep. Yep. If you want to hear any more of my rants and raves, please go to YouTube and uh, 
find the Dr. William Wong's Essentials of Life and Wellness channel. You can also go to drwong.us and listen to my old, uh, excuse me, read my old articles, which are still relevant because mm-hmm. I'm, remember folks, I'm 15 to 20 years ahead of the curve. That's right. And, uh, you can go to drwongradio.com and listen to my old podcast. And my supplements are available at drwongsessentials.com. And you, you know, it's real interesting too, Doc, because, you know, you hit briefly on testosterone. And, you know, you know how big we've done multiple shows on them. Um, men yep. and women. I mean, we'll, we'll talk men here. I mean, when you want to go after things like that, when you want to go out and lift big things or martial arts or punch bags or rocks, whatever it is you're into, you damn well better have a set of uh, gonads on you. And I mean that, not as a joke either. Exactly, yeah. Because everyone knows testosterone in the brain, okay? It's the same with I I eat a lot of fats with the brain. I just want to stress to everybody, and I'll just give it to Doc before we sign off and he can make his comment, is this. That's another thing. Get the hell away from these feminized guys. Get the hell away from these women that want you to be sensitive. Look, you know what? I think real men are more sensitive than any of these jokers out there. You know why? Because they understand through training, through reading, through learning, through doing is this. They know how to treat people. They know what it takes to be a man. A man doesn't have to sit there and cry to show you he loves you. It's his actions. It's how he holds you. Maybe he holds your hand when you're out in public, puts his arm around you and says everything's all right. Or you build this team that is unstoppable. That's what I'm talking about. That's when you give it your all. It's all yours, Doc. Uh, we'll just sit. We'll, after you, we'll uh, go through and sign off, brother. All righty. Testosterone is the hormone of drive. Uh, excuse me, uh, dopamine is a hormone of desire. Mm-hmm. When you combine them both together, you achieve your goals. And as Eric said, whether you're a guy or a gal, there isn't a single successful female athlete that I can point to from basketball to volleyball to bodybuilding to figure to weightlifting who isn't testosterone dominant. You bet. There are no estrogen dominant women who are successful either in sport or in high-level businesses. Nope. Nope. There are no estrogen-dominant men who are successful either in sport or in a high-level business. Why? Because they get trampled over mm-hmm. by the testosterone-driven men, by the testosterone-driven women, because testosterone is the hormone of drive. When you think you have nothing else left but God, that's when God gives you the testosterone. Yeah. Yep. To yep. have hope. Yep. And keep on going. Yep. And, and I'll, I'll leave it at that. And I'll say this: just stay sharp. And when you're on, you know, when you got testosterone flowing, and you know, we could get into a lot of the training, whether it's heavy pulls, squats, all things that drive it up. Obviously, Doctor Wong supplements. You know, I tell you all the time to go out and look at what he's got. And as I've said before, 
You leave a message for him or an email, you will hear back. And that is vitally important, especially if you're struggling with a lot of things. And we'll leave it at that. Uh, this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio. If there is a show you like Doc and I to do, Fiorello Barbell at NICAP.RR.com. Also, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. We thank everybody for that. We are on Spotify and, and Google Podcasts. Um, if someone seeks – oh. I don't want to forget this. You can get us in your car at AHA Directory, which is pronounced AHA 24-7. If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, five words can change your life. With all the words we spoke today from the heart, I hope we change a million lives. I mean that, too. I mean that. I hope there's fence sitters everywhere, and we just hit the note that you needed to get started. It's in you. You got it. Don't ever forget that. Also, as my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You never know what people are going through. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And as the great Hoosa Steel Stone Crush says, Stone says in blood red domination, we are domination. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone's, man. And no one, and I mean no one, will ever clip our big balls. Because, see, we got testosterone-filled balls here. We aren't afraid to tell what's on our mind, but have you ever walked away even from a show with Dr. Wong and I and not thought of doing something magical? That's what I love doing shows with him so much. It's like we could come in and hammer you right between the eyes, this, that, and the other thing. But the other half is going to say, okay, this is what we would do. This is what we're living. This is what we lived prior to this. This is what it's all about. I'm not going to sit there and club you to death and tell you you're nothing. Because, you know, I don't think that way. You're all something. You're all geniuses. And I know people aren't telling you that. I will. I will. And I'm not afraid to say it. Believe me. Also, too, um, Russell Furs listened to the show from the beginning. I swear when I listen to your shows, there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. It's a tidal wave now, brother. High, high, wide, and wide. Uh, Frank Klein, my greatest business uh, college professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, greatest chiropractor ever. We're coming up the end of this month. We lost him four years ago to cancer. I miss John like you wouldn't believe. Friday afternoons, if I didn't have shows, that's where I'd be getting adjusted. Or I'd go down to his home. I could go down there anytime I wanted to at night or on the weekend. Magnificent person. And he would walk every patient, no matter how busy he was. He didn't have a secretary. He'd walk him to the door, open it for him, and say, keep smiling. That'll change your paradigm shift. You're having a shit day. Say to yourself, keep smiling and say it all day. Watch what will happen just to your demeanor. Keep smiling. John would be very proud to know that this is still alive and well. It will be to the day they put me in the hole, believe me. Keep smiling. Um, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred or more of your friends were coming. Join us. Push these motivation muscle shows out. The Fiorello Barbell Company blog posts out. Join our Etched in Stone. Join our Etched in Stone for kids. We need you. You need us. We're going to be around for the next 30 years. Take me up on it for a change. Get rid of the fear and get the commitment going. Come with us. And um, Les Brown, you'll have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. 
we believe in you and we got your back. And that's the way we think. And before I sign off with Dr. Wong, and I got to tell you, I say all the shows get better and better. Well, they do get better and better. This show is loaded with nothing but positivity and ways to do things. And I implore upon you to listen to this and a lot and pass it out to people. I mean that wholeheartedly. Um, You're all winners. You're all champions. You're all unstoppable. Think that way, no matter how you feel, no matter what anybody's telling you. Remember, it's your life, not theirs. Doc, honor, what a show is always, man. And it's like the real-life examples you and I give are second to none, and that's what it's all about. It's our experiences that I hope more than ever fuel the fire for people that are fence-sitters. So thank you, and it's an honor to have you on, my friend. Thank you, Erica. It is an honor to be on the air with you. Thank you. Thank you for the forum. Anytime. You're always welcome here. So this show will be up tomorrow, um, and I'll have Dr. Wong on next month, and we'll have some other very interesting topics. You know, maybe we hit some testosterone again. I got a few ideas about that, Um, and maybe we're going to do something with a very fierce lifting show to go with it. I don't know yet, but There's nothing that we can't do, so I don't worry about any of that stuff. So, um, as I said, the show will be up there. We'll be up tomorrow at some point. Um, And before I sign off, remember, you have an obligation to do something great in the world. It's up to you. It's great to go out and ask. You should. There's no reason. But you know what? The more you help, the more great things are going to come your way. And if you don't believe me, I challenge you to that. So, For Dr. William Wong, we'll talk to you obviously next month. This is Eric Fiorello. Thanks for listening. As my father always said, take the bull by the horns and develop some big balls, men. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.